And here we are. Boom, boom, boom. Sometimes it hits, dude. That I'm, one was slapping. I am uh, Jared Moxley. I'm Matt Morris. Together, our powers combined, we are A, a Weird, weird time, time Recorded. Ooh, frothy little fucker. I guess I walked up the stairs a little hard, and I could tell I, I did because... My belly was swaying. My lungs were pumping. I could barely catch my breath. Yeah, I, I walk up those stairs sometimes, and I forget to breathe. And I go, I'm, oh, yeah, you got to breathe. I'm thinking we should get the studio on the lower level. First floor studio next time. Yeah. We'll add that to requirements for the next home, you know. I went to the Chick-fil-A today. First time? No, I've been many times. Second time here at the Valparaiso location, brand new Chick-fil-A. Why are we doing this voice? What? Why are we doing this voice? Oh, it was the, it's a voice I imagine when people, because there's been like, uh, depending on what you follow on social media, I follow some like restaurant review things, and everyone was, everyone gets in a real, real uproar about the Chick-fil-A and about the lines and stuff, so every time I go to the Chick-fil-A, you know, if someone's in the car with me, I'll be like, Oh, we're going to the going to the Chick Fil A, and we thought there'd be a, a real long lines, but the li- lines weren't that bad at all. It wasn't that bad at all. They they know what they're doing. They got their the people out there with their high res vests and their laptops, and they take your order right. They get you moving right through. So it really wasn't that bad. And then because that's what everybody says, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and I, they they have this. They have shit because Chick Fil A was like prepared to like. I mean, I, I, they did their due dil- diligence, I guess, but they, like, have all these signs of where to go, which is great if they're, like, at full max super line capacity. But when they're not, and you yeah, follow those lines, dude, they got you going. Through Menards. Dude, they got you going all over the place. You're like, go through the roundabout five times. <laughs> You'll see a high-res vest, a guy with a laptop. He'll send you the rest of the It's like, And then you're like, no, you just take a left right here. And you can't, someone comes up to you and asks you what you want and shit, and it's like, well, can I see the menu? They expect you to have the menu memorized, and you're not even sure, you're not even sure if you're at a Chick-fil-A or if you're on a NASA launch pad. Like, have you been through that fucking drive-thru? I... It's like an IMAX movie. You think, like, what am I doing here, getting a chicken sandwich, or is, like, where are we headed? Like, it, it's... It's insane what they have going on there. I have actually been an owner of um, a year worth, a year's worth of chicken from Chick Fil A, and what that is is they give you fifty-two cards for a free meal, and it got to the point where I was handing those fuckers out, like yeah, it, you know, and because the closest one was in Maryville at the time, so what happens f- for a lot of locations? Is the first 100 people to camp out in their parking lot like on the opening day the or the day before the opening day? <clears throat> they give those 100 people 52 cards like for a free, free meal. Yeah, so whenever you're driving by a Chick-fil-A that's about to open and you see those motherfuckers out there and you're like, 
who the fuck would fucking camp out in front of a Chick-fil-A for free chicken sandwiches? Someone might say that while they were driving by. Yes. That's you. It was me. That was you. And you want to know what the even crazier thing is? I wasn't even one of the first 100. I I remember it vividly. I was number 108. Mm. So I was not going to get free chicken for a year. But I did know at the end of everything, they uh, they were going to wrap like numbers 101 through 124 or whatever it was. They were going to pick one number and that person was also going to get free chicken for a year. And they pulled 108. Oh, shit. It was crazy. How good did you feel? So it wasn't. I was hanging out with the dudes. We were playing euchre. We were drinking beer in the parking lot. Like nothing too crazy. And I didn't even think I was going to get. Chicken. I I don't like calling it Chick Fil A. I just call it chicken. I I've I've noticed that. Mm-hmm. Get free chicken. Yeah. <laughs> You're not liking it, it though. I'm not sure how I feel about it. You're making it seem like there's just a chicken in a bag. Oh, mm, chicken. I have views on chicken. Filet. I love free chicken. <laughs> I do. I do love free chicken, but there are superior chicken sandwiches. I dude. It's getting a little crazy with the chicken sandwiches. I think we need to stop. I shouldn't have said that. No, it's just now Taco Bell's trying to do it, and it's like, Taco Bell, you don't even know who you are anymore. You you were lost long ago. Taco Bell has a, a fucking identity crisis. They're like, oh, we'll do breakfast too. You guys are doing chicken sandwiches. Oh, we'll make a taco chicken. What? It's too, you need to stop. You need to go maybe talk to someone. Figure out who you are and where you lost your way. Because you, are, you have lost your way, Taco Bell. You Fucking are an Americanized Mexican-style restaurant, fast food restaurant. Shut down the fucking breakfast. Yo, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm saying you're it. Talking, you're talking. Shut down the fucking breakfast. Take that chicken sandwich. Open your drive-up window. Throw all of them out. And go back to trying to make a shit taco. Just please. For the Jared, for everybody. You need to get back in your lane, bud. Because if you haven't had the breakfast um crunch wrap supreme crunch wrap. I won't yet, do it. I'm not gonna hold do on, it. Hold on, just listen to me, okay? It's got breakfast sausage in it. It's got egg and it's got all the goodness that you could ever want. It is one of the best breakfast situations. The only thing that might compare is the breakfast baconator. From Wendy's. Mm, yeah. I did I did receive a video of you one morning that I saw later in the afternoon because there's no way I would wake up that early for no reason. And you had one of those, what are they called? The crunch? Crunch wrap. Crunch. Uh, breakfast crunch wraps. Yeah. And you you could hear it in your voice. I could, I didn't even, you didn't even see your face in the video, but I could hear it in your voice. I could see the bloodshot glassy eyes. I was hurt. And you were like... I'm hungover as fuck. This ba- this breakfast crunch wrap supreme is delicious. No, I said saved my fucking life. <laughs> I remember because I I I truly believe that Taco Bell saved my life that day. Then maybe I could be wrong because if you didn't ha- if they would have shut down breakfast, you might be dead. And in which point you'd been like, if only he would have. <laughs> 
had Taco Bell. If only Taco Bell. Careful what you wish for out there, friends. <laughs> My best friend is dead. Because I wish that Taco Bell would stop doing breakfast. That's why Matt's dead. I just think that they should, uh, I'm not even mad at them. I just, I feel sorry for them. What do you think of this stance right here? It's powerful. Does it look like I'm getting ready to preach to you? It looks like I'm going to smell something I don't want to smell soon. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Um, and that's thigh sweat. Uh, the, this weekend I graduated from the Carpenters Union. I'm a, I've been a journeyman, but the graduation was held over the weekend. Congratulations. Cheers. Thank you. Let's cheers. Um, carpenters are rude as fuck and stupid. And right, <clears throat> I got something going on. I'm Do sorry. you think it's because of the whole Jesus thing? Him being a carpenter? Yeah, do you think that gave them like an air of like... No, I think maybe they need to realize Jesus was a carpenter too and they need to... to Take sh- it down a notch. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know why I said that. Um, <laughs> but most of the time, it could have been a 45-minute ceremony if it weren't for the the speakers having to be like shh, 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 okay everybody everybody shh, 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 come come down nobody gave a fuck they were all at their the table behind us there was this <clears throat> there was this one whore <clears throat> I shouldn't have said whore but she she was just like yeah that and then she she's already back up there getting another drink and she's screaming mm-hmm. and I'm just like oh my god she, Shut the fuck up. Just and most so it was like two hours long because people were trying to not listen. They tried their best to not listen. They were just drinking and carrying carrying on. And I guess they always have one graduate speak. And the graduate that spoke was a first generation female female union carpenter mm-hmm. and when she got up there and she grabbed the microphone off of the off of the uh podium thing and she started like walking around like kind of like power power move nice. and and i was just like oh here we fucking go we're gonna hear about it and then <laughs> and then we heard about it and it was cringy the whole time even like it was mostly the women can you give me a couple examples or maybe what you heard about. Yeah, I heard about. And I would like to thank Mr. Jones for not treating me like a carp or not treating me like a lady and treating me like a carpenter. Mm. And I'm just like, oh, well, <laughs> I get, you are a carpenter. If you were if you're on our job, you call the fucking idiot too just like the rest of us <laughs> so the the only difference is you could tell mm. and probably get a little more pull than say me i'm just like hey you he, he called me a fucking idiot they wouldn't give a fuck mm. All right, um but aside from that and then they release you unto the world of indianapolis and it was mostly just carpenters 
on on it's like the whole town shut down for the weekend and it was just like carpenters at every bar and it was just a, a it was a fuck story dude it was just everybody we went back at like 11 o'clock because i was just i was i was done everybody just starts talking about work because they don't have anything else to discuss that's it so that's it's just a bunch what is a what is a bar full of carpenters what is that like oh i I mean, I I could tell you what it smells like, but it is it's mostly just like oh, tool bags, just like tools. I, Are I, you saying like tools, like no, like yeah, ju- like actual tools? Oh, okay. I I witnessed one guy like over his sh- he was done with his his mixed drink, and he just like o- outside on the a patio, over his shoulder, just like hucked the ice out of the cup. And it just landed all over and on this Prius. And he was just like, oh, fuck them. They'll, they'll be fine. They're driving that fucking stupid car anyways. I'm just like, dude, oh. I'm, I'm in the wrong spot. <laughs> I don't fit in here. <laughs> but now I want to tell you of a time where I did fit in. Because on the way home, I shot up 65 and I was doing 90 to 95 the entire way. I'm not cr- trying. Allegedly, as the moron bros would say, mm. like allegedly, allegedly, I was doing 90 to 95 the entire time. And right off the get go, one one gentleman in a white Toyota was was leached on to me. And he was, he'd make some swerves with me and he, it was him and I shaking and baking. And we, we had, we had found our niche. He knew that he wasn't going to pass me. He was like, no, we're, we're in this together. I, I could tell like when I'd get in the right lane, he'd get in the right lane too. Like, no, we're not passing. We're doing this. Then we, uh, we acquired a black challenger. It was a sick, pretty sick black oh, challenger nice. too. And he's. So it's it's the threesome, bro. Two more cars leached on, and we were all like a train going ninety to ninety five miles an hour down sixty five, and I was the first one to uh, have to leave the expressway to get off. And as I got in the right lane, and I was like, gonna be going off, I rolled down my window and I I stuck stuck my hand out and did like a wave to everybody, and all four of them. As they were passing me, were like, had their windows rolled down, just like thumbs, thumbs up, up, thumbs up That's at me, beautiful. like, yo, we did it, we did it. <laughs> and and Brittany was in the passenger seat, and she's just like, what the hell are you doing? And I was just like, we we bonded for like an hour and a half, bro. That's beautiful. That is a beautiful story. And th- there was one guy; he was straight up like in his passenger seat, like. Like making sure he knew that it actually it was the Toyota guy. Like mm-hmm. he was the one that was just like, It was you and me first, baby. It was you <laughs> and me first. And I I kinda missed those guys. Dude. I know. I might start crying a little bit. That's a that's a beautiful thing. There's there's some metaphor for life in there that I'm too dumb to articulate, but it's that's a powerful story. So if you ask me if I enjoyed my I my graduation or my drive home more, 
I'm always going to say my drive home. I found my people out there on the road. <laughs> road warriors. I let them. <laughs> I was their Moses. I, I, and I was the leader, so I do think... <clears throat> do you think they disbanded after that? I think they probably went, you know... Good. It's, it's like that scene at the end of Ocean's Eleven where they did the heist and there, that, there's that classical song playing and then they're looking at the fountains and they don't say anything to each other. They just one by one peel off until there's only one person left and then he just looks and he goes. It was just like that. It's like they didn't need to say shit. They'd already done it. Yeah, I, I really hope they stayed together until the bitter end. I, I know they did. You know they did. Or maybe they're out there still. I acquired those group of people, and I'll tell you what, I treated them like my children. <laughs> oh, man, I love that. Did you, uh, I saw something about a mug shot. What was the deal with that? So, the the picture... It wasn't. A, it wasn't an actual mug shot. Okay, because I was a little. I thought it was a joke, but then I was like, I gotta I, ask him about this. Can I? I've never been arrested. Oh. So. I've been arrested so many times. It just seemed everyone had been arrested. <laughs> well, I, yeah. There's there's pictures of people up there. I don't know if they like sent them in or like they got these pictures off of Facebook. But it's just like Brian Nilnahan and. It's like a picture of him and his wife and his dog, and they're like happy as hell, and they're just and everybody's just like okay, uh, so many nice pictures. A couple of like work pictures, like they're wearing their hard hats, giving like a, mm-hmm. a wavy peace sign maybe, and there's a couple just like in front of a brick wall, just like torso shots, like this this guy, and then it got to me, and. I don't even know how they acquired this picture of me, but it is just an absolute fucking terrible. Is it like a picture you would have on like a like a name badge? Like, hey, go stand over there next to that cinder block wall and let me take your picture for this ID badge you could need to get in and out of here. That's that's absolutely what it is. <sighs> and ooh, like I had my phone ready because when my name popped up, I was gonna click a picture. And Brittany had hers, and then and she she actually didn't even get a picture because when the picture came up, she she like turned around and she's like, "What the fuck is that picture?" And I was like, ah, I, "I have no idea, <laughs> no idea how that happened." The only worst photo would have just been like you asleep. <laughs> I guess they broke into my house and just took a picture. They didn't have one. Eating a Jimmy John's like, <laughs> in bed. Mayonnaise like on the corner of your mouth. <laughs> And Matt Morris, uh, eating you're eating chicken. Yeah, then the person, the people in my class that like also graduated, we we didn't really hang out together. We had seen enough of each other in the last three four years, and uh, then but when they saw me afterwards, they were like, "Yo, what was that fucking picture?" And I was like, "Dude, I know, I don't, I don't know." Yeah, it did look like I forgot you had never been arrested. In my mind, I was just like, "Huh, that's hilarious." They used his mugshot. You'd think with my lifestyle, it's like mm. the fact that you have drank as much as you have in your lifetime and have never been arrested. That's 
That's pretty impressive, man. Do you think it's because I'm mentally sound, or do you think it's because I'm lucky? I think probably. This might seem like the easy way out, but I think it's a little bit of both. It is. It's got to be. Wow. Also, you know, you can kind of handle yourself, and you're, you're, you're like chugging along, not really trying to cause any trouble. You're not looking too nefarious. It's like, you're fine. They're like, oh, he's just... Get on home. He's just drunk. I can get mouthy sometimes, though. I think because of my size, and if if anybody tries, not first. I'd never be mouthy first. But uh, if if somebody is doing a little mouth action, I'm, I give it right back. Yeah. And I'm yeah. yeah. I'm surprised it's really worked out. I guess I'd like to thank everybody for keeping me in their thoughts and prayers. Yeah, that's probably what it is, too. Well, I would like to not thank everyone for the lack of thoughts and prayers. <laughs> it's probably my mom praying for me every night. Like, don't let him do anything fucking stupid. I learned long ago not to get too mouthy because you will be slammed to the ground and you will have a flashlight in your chest at best. So don't then, do it. Then they're going to find weed on you. Then they're going to find the weed. Yeah, I do. These days, especially now that I'm older. My, hey, my birthday is at on Friday. Why? Yeah, so I'm going to be 34 years old. Even though last year, my fiance thought I was turning 34 years old. So she went balls deep in candles and balloons that said 34. Do you remember Ugh, that? I don't. Was I there? No. <laughs> it was in Chattanooga. But, um, oh, uh, but she had made a cake and put the 34 on there and blew up balloons that were 34. And I was there like partying with, with, a, with a few people for a good hour and a half, two hours before I saw the balloons. And I was like, one, two, three, four, five. Now what am I? I was like, I'm, I'm 33. Like, I was like, what's this 34 business? And Brittany was just Damn it! I know Craig already told me, so it was. I'm. It's actually kind of a fun game that I'm playing right now, seeing if she's gonna buy a thirty thirty five this year. I don't think she is. Okay, we can we can maybe place bets on us. Okay, I'm gonna say. Do you think so? Do you think she's gonna do it not knowing her mistake, or think, do you think she's gonna do it as a joke? Do it as a joke. Uh, see that would that would be good. That would also kind of make it to where it's like, I know I fucked up last year, but ha, isn't it funny now? Yeah, like you know, a joke that gets played out and then you keep doing it. Yeah, I don't. I think you can do it this year. I don't think you can do it again because the then it starts to get. All right, we get it. Like, and what's even crazier is sometimes I forget that I'm not 34 yet, like. I'm going to be 34 on Friday, and I, I I I thought it was my 35th birthday because of that. Damn. And then I have to I have to do a complete rewind. I yeah, it's crazy. I'm stupid. I'm older than you, bro. Yeah. Well, so is she, and that's why I'm. That's why this December, I'm going to celebrate her 40th birthday. Oh. Instead of. I'm not going to say your age, but it's definitely not 40. But if you fuck up by several years and give her the 4-0. Yeah, that's a hard one. Maybe she'd love it. And we'll put like 
over the hill, like tombstones all through your yard and put a big sign that says, Lordy, Lordy, look who's 40 all over your door and shit. <laughs> You're dead, bitch. You're, nobody wants Isn't that. Isn't that fucked up that people do that? Yeah. Nobody wants that snatch anymore. <sighs> you should put that on a tombstone. Put it in your yard. Uh, you are no longer wanted by men. You probably can't have children. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've definitely been to 50-year-old uh, birthday parties, and the cake is like a... a the Why du- do they do that? The dugout cake, and then there's like a grave, and the gr- the headstone says that person's name. It's That's like, not funny. It's kind of... It's sick. It's like attending your own funeral. Dude, it's fucking sick. And I remember they did... Uh, when my dad turned 40, because I was younger, obviously, and it kind of like fucked with me a little bit. I was like, is my dad going to die? You know? Like, why why have all these gravestones and shit? And already, the older you get, the closer you are to thinking about all that shit. And it can kind of fuck you up. It's bad juju, too, because my dad was 50 when he found out that he had cancer. And... He found out in, like, January, <clears throat> and he just had a birthday party that were 50, so, hey, you're basically fucking dead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All the balloons were black and this and that, and he and then he found out, like, we, months later that he had, can, like, pretty serious cancer, and then it finally took him at 54, but I'm blaming that party. <laughs> like, I guess I, I guess I... It's what that birthday party was all about. <laughs> I'm I'm not blaming the closet smoking or the steel mill that he worked in. I'm blaming the party alone. That's safe bet. I'm blaming my mom. She <laughs> threw that party. You killed him. Could we do some lighter colored balloons? <laughs> uh, well, where do we go from dead dads, huh? We always end up there, don't we? Um, that yeah, the camaraderie between the people on the highway—that's that's about all I had coming into this podcast, bro. Today. That's all you needed. That that was a beautiful story, and uh, thing I was thinking about the other day uh, with my dad is I remember, you know, we lived in a lot of townhouses. You know, he he worked for the city, and then he would also mow yards. I would have to go help him mow these yards. That was like our second thing. I I used to hate the f- uh, smell of fresh cut grass. I used what? To, yeah, I used to hate doing it because it was hot as fuck. I'm like a kid. I'm yeah. like, man, I want to be like not doing this shit. I'm not even really getting paid. And uh, you get to live under my roof though. And then I until I drop you off at the crack. And of he room. he had he had us. He, he thought he had us an out. He thought he had us an out. And it it's it's hilarious to me now, but at the time I believed in it as well. Like to get rich? Yeah. And it was uh it was beanie babies, dude. I yeah. But I don't think that was your dad, wasn't it your grandma? No. So my grand my grandma, Mimi, she was the inside man. She was the supplier. She worked at a at a she worked at a gift shop at the Ramada Inn and uh she would get shipments of beanie babies in. And she would 
uh, put certain ones aside, depending on if they were uh, Ooh, the valuable. Princess Diana. Princess Diana bear, the peace bear. There was a some sort of basset hound that was worth a lot of money. Dude, we had so many beanie babies, and we had the mm. fucking the tag, tag protectors, protectors dude. yeah bro Did, i thought was it the open ones so you can read it or is was it the closed it ones? was the closed one you had to pop it open if you wanted to to read it and dude i thought we were on our way i was like when this beanie baby shit hits we're fucking we're living on the beach Didn't. oh yeah for sure you know I don't think my dad thought of it as an out. I think he just, he had them and he kind of forgot about it. But um, my dad had the baseball cards still in the wrapped package. Yes. Like still wrapped. As did mine. In in the big, like. Uh, yeah, the thing that the, like the store would get and they would rip it open and then it has the individual ones in there. Yeah, prob- yeah. probably like 10 inches long by like the yep. card size. And, but he, he, he had it from. Like 1987 to 95. And I was thinking about all of the rookies that that were big in that time, like Sosa, Maguire, uh, probably, I don't know when Jeter, but you know, those. Yeah. Garcia Parra. That might have been later. Yeah, my, uh, we had John Elway's rookie card. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. That's, That's where the Beanie Baby thing started. It started, the gateway drug was cards. Well, here's what happened. When my dad died, I was like, I'll take these. And very knowingly, I didn't try and do some scumbag shit where I was going to buy blow with deck of cards money. Mm -hmm. It was like I told my mom, like, hey, I'm going to see what's up with this and uh, let you know. And she's like, okay, yeah. Like, they're worthless to us. We're not going to just look at this. Yeah. They're, they're like tinged yellow or, because they're just so old. They're in a closet, so it's not sun hitting it. It's just old. And they were going to give they were gonna give me like 70 bucks for all for all of them. What? Yeah. And I was Who's like, they? A card shop. They're like, yeah, well, we, we there's no way to be sure what's in here. Bitch, you know they they were fucking with you. Oh, absolutely, like and a the, pawn shop or some shit. Yeah, so I took the seventy bucks and bought some blow. <laughs> <laughs> no, I we so yeah. Well, now we just have these useless baseball tops cards that we uh, never look at. Do you think you'll look at them eventually? I don't know, because I think baseball cards are getting hot again. They are. I think they are too. And. I mean, I think recently. I'm not talking about four years ago when when this when this happened. I'm talking right now. Mm-hmm. And you got to strike when the iron's hot. Oh yeah, or else that shit will just. You could have something that's worth like hundreds of dollars, and then all of a sudden, you could go years of just nothing. Oh. Do you think Beanie Beanie Babies are gonna come back? I don't think so because I'm pretty sh- certain that. People don't even know what the what the fuck happened to Beanie Babies, man. People too much too a little bit younger than us. They don't even know what the fuck Beanie Babies are. T Y. I don't even know what that shit means. That was on the tag. I always thought it was thank you. Maybe it is. Thank you for spending your money on this worthless fucking thing. That's a sack of beans. What do you What do you pay for, dude? 
could you imagine how much money who the owner of that company made? Dude, I'm trying to really wrap my mind around where all those Beanie Babies went. Dude, when I'm saying we had a lot of Beanie Babies, I'm the not fucking, fucking with you. They were all in my room, all in my brother's room, you know. And if you have that many Beanie Babies in your room, you're never getting laid. <laughs> you can't bring a girl to a room full of Beanie Babies. Or she's like, yeah, fuck me on your Beanie Baby collection. You're going to be rich one day. Ooh. Who, wait, who's saying this? The girl. The girl. A girl. A girl. A woman. <laughs> a little girl. <laughs> um, another thing that my dad had in the closet was the Michael Jordan Wheaties box. It was orange. Mm-hmm. Orange Wheaties box with Michael Jordan's face on it. And it was in like perfect condition. Just dust, a little dusty. And I also brought that in, and I was like, I suppose you don't want this. And they're like, no, we don't want that. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, I, you, you know, you, you always think you the the shit that our dads kept mm-hmm. as like the- This is going to be worth something someday. One day, these are going to be hot. You want this 28-year-old box of cereal? <laughs> nope. All right. It's expired, but you know what? You can't really eat it. Michael Jordan was on the- is that a did somebody tell him like hey collect this box of cereal don't open it do not feed it to your that was a whole vibe that was going on like back in the day was like there was this certain shit that's like you know you would have those little like you remember those like starter whatever like uh they look like action figures but, but different baseball players like and it was like don't open it Leave it in the box, and it's going to be worth who knows how much one day. Not not even fucking with They you. don't even sell those anymore. When when we moved, we moved during the, like, the owning of the uh, Wheaties box. Mm-hmm. And that box of Wheaties got more care than, mo- like, other things that... Because it has to be in mint condition. Nobody wants... A Wheaties box that has frivoled edges. It needs to be. Everything was about. Is it still in the box? What's the quality of everything? Is it pristine? It was. It was like wrapped up, and I don't think it rode in the cab with my with my parents. But I think it was like one of the last things put in. Like, okay, if it stays right here, it's not gonna get harmed. Like it's a carton of eggs. You know, when you go to put the groceries in in the tr- in the vehicle, you want. You make sure you put the eggs in there delicately. Couldn't believe it. Can't. He he treated that Wheaties box a little bit better than he treated me. And now it's fucking worthless. The car, the dudes at the card shop don't. They don't even want to look at it. Now look at you, worth, priceless. You're priceless. Thanks. Mint condition. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> Thanks for the box of Wheaties. By the way, they're stale. Well. You gotta. Sometimes you gotta try. Sometimes it don't work. Hey, if anybody wants to offer me anything more than that for a box of Wheaties and some Tops cards, I guess we're gonna be. We're gonna. Start we could to, get the word out here. How much you thinking for the for the the cards plus the Wheaties box? <laughs> I'm gonna go. You want me to start the yeah, bidding? Yeah. We'll start it off at two hundred and fifty dollars. Sold. I want, well, no, uh, I'm not going to buy it. No, I'm saying for them. 
No, yeah, you give me two fifty, I'll give you everything. And the Wheaties box. And the Wheaties box. Mint condition. <laughs> Mint condition. Dude, I'm stale, thinking about it. Stale as hell. Cause I'm gonna try to, I'm gonna try to get the prices. I know. So yeah, I'm thinking about it. <laughs> two fifty. I don't know. I think I can hear three in the back. Three. Hey, I have to pee. Can yeah, are, let's take a break. Close? Are we close? Oh, we're there. And we have an email, so keep tuning in to what you're tuning into, and maybe we have an email. We're about to read an email. Maybe. And we're back. I told you we'd be right back with an email, and I didn't lie. I didn't lie because I got it right in front of my face, and. This one, this one's from uh, Keegan Damron, friend of the podcast, uh, f- former, former guest, former too, guest, yeah. and just all around good guy, hum- humorous, love him. It says hello, boys, um, but I, but I read it as hello, boys. Mm. So I, it's take it as you will. Firstly, how dare you? Adele is gorgeous. Okay, let's stop there because I don't remember ever saying anything about Adele. So, yeah, I think you called her like fat and ugly oh, or man. something like that. I okay, I I feel terrible because I think she's actually doing her best. I don't know what else to say. And with a voice like that, it's really hard to. So you're taking it back. I'm taking it back just because that's ooh, that was a meathead thing to say. Just. And I'm not I'm not a hundred percent if that is what you said, but I think it was around that. It sounds that sounds about right. Okay. Secondly, Matt, you're you're the only person I know who has admitted to tasting their own cum. <laughs> Me too. Only person that I know that's admitted that. Can I tell you what that's all about? Yeah. It's first of all, it's not true. I'm and I know everybody's going to be like, oh, come on. Like you say it so much. It's so it's it's not true. First and foremost. What? But secondly, the reason I do it is is because I try the way I word it, I think is so funny just because I'm waiting for one person to be like, oh, yeah, yeah. But I say. Do you remember like when you were really young and you and you just started ejaculating and, and you were like, mm, mm, and you're playing with it in your fingers and then you just kind of like, you just kind of stick your, you just kind of put your tongue on it a little bit just to give it a give it a feel. And it's completely not true, but I'm I'm waiting for one motherfucker to be like, oh yeah, yep, what about it? And I'm just gonna be like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it's really not true. It's really not true. Dude, you've been saying this for a long time. I know, and it's because, and still. It's actually shaped the way I envision you as a person. As a cum taster? Yeah, that you've you've tasted your own. I know, yeah, you, you never eat your own. Well, you better start tasting, because it has to be true. <laughs> I, so I also have never met anybody that's tasted their own cum, so... I don't know. Well, males. I'll reserve judgment on that. I still kind of think it maybe is true. 
Okay. Yeah, I'm, I get it. Like, I say it so often, like, I'm the boy who cried wolf. Like, oh, no, that's not even that's not even what I mean. But The boy who cried come. Yeah, cried come. Cried and came. Um, uh, he, he says, he goes on to say, I have not, and the urge had not struck me. Get help. <laughs> <laughs> Thirdly, Matt, I'll bang your lady. I'm an experienced bull. Okay, where did that come from? I'm not sure. Okay. But see, there's another problem with us asking people to email us about things that we've said on the second half of this podcast that we do not remember. I'm I'm guessing at one point I asked somebody if they wanted to cuck me or something. I don't know. Some probably along those lines. Okay. We'll have to go back and listen one day. We yeah, we we'll joke about that from time to time cucking. It's I I'm guessing that's what I said. Fuck. Fourth, um, so I do remember this one, and it's because it's a it's a question that I pose. Like, what if your what if you get two points when you die, like a video game, and you get to put them in a category that you Take want back to ex- with you? Yeah, you want to ex- in, when you go through and you're reborn because that happens. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. You get exactly what you have, but you get those two extra points. And I explained it as that's why, like, good-looking people, they're like they're they're more rebirthed, you know, mm-hmm. and they They've and they just been through it more times. And they just like put some, they put a couple of their points on looks and mm-hmm. looks alone. So that's where this comes. This next one comes from. It says fourth, my two points would go to discipline and taste buds. I'm uh I'm past dick and intelligence. So he's claiming that he's got a dick uh, a dick on him. <laughs> I've never seen it, but um uh, and then an intelligence. I think he's also claiming to be beyond intelligence. So, so he's very intelligent and has has a decent decent wiener. I've never met a man that needs to tell other people that he's intelligent to feel intelligent but this this was the topic you know you were asking people to break it down so yeah no i get it and i mean i i tell people that i'm dumb as hell when i had an llc it was bor construction services um and it stood for box of rocks because i'm dumb as a box of rocks and i I stick with it Mm. i stick with that also, you can't have that name now, just so everybody knows. Um, he's a, I'm a picky eater, and I wish I wasn't. I just have a bad addiction to sugar, and earthy tastes make me sick. Discipline, because if I was uh, organized, I'd probably like change the world or something. Much love, Keegan from the Moron Bros. If you guys remember, he was just on the show. Listen to that episode. Very intriguing. CJ uh, has met aliens. Yeah. Or ghosts. Or go- no, an alien. Yeah. Okay. Then it says, P.S. Matt, I'm sure your dick is fine, bro. Jared, keep it up, buddy. You're doing a great job. Thank you. So he's really shitting on me. And really praising you, Jared. For well, sometimes maybe it's because I have tasted my own cum, and he and you haven't. Uh, maybe it's that. Maybe it's 
people look at you and they feel like you don't need any encouragement. People look at me and feel like maybe he needs a lot of encouragement. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm with him. I'm with that. And then he, he sent another one right below. It says addendum, which I'm, I'm too stupid to know what that word means, but <clears throat> I'm, I'm using context clues and I'm guessing that it means like furthermore mm. or something like mm. that. Um, I'll bang your lady only if you ask me to and respectfully. Well, that's nice. Was it nice? Respect. It's nice to be respectful, I think. I, yeah, well, yeah. I'm, I think he's being <clears throat> respectful, but same time, man, I really don't ask any, I don't remember asking anybody to bang my, my <laughs> fiance. So you should go back and listen to some of these. Uh, no, nah, I, yeah, everybody, everybody <laughs> should listen to him. All right, so two points for discipline and taste buds. It's weird that he talked about not tasting his own cum, but then he wants taste buds. Yeah, okay, but... dude. <laughs> Sounds like you trying to taste your own cum. That's what I got from all that. Uh, I, uh... So you want to die to be reincarnated so you can better taste your cum? I mean, that's what I got from all that. You come eater. Also, I think he wants you to ask him to have sex with your soon-to-be wife, which is, but respectfully. But also, if he did, he'd probably give her COVID. He's so like, we all know that. He's like the vampire of a porn star or something. Like, ooh, you have to ask me to go go inside i will enter your woman but only with your permission it's the only way i can with my intelligence and large cock <laughs> i um, will leave my glasses on and we will do it under the moonlight <laughs> oh man i and sure we will do it under the moonlight do you have anything jared like you got anything? Because I've had a I've had a boring life, man. I don't. I actually don't even feel. Bro, funny. you graduated. You had. You started a, a Fast and the Furious movie down the interstate. Yeah, that was sick. I mean, what do you mean boring? You had a mugshot and you didn't even go to jail somehow. Oh, I'm into. You're po- tasting your own cum, bro. Who are you? I did go on Thursday, um, and we went to the Market Lounge. I met you up there, and I got to see your your set for the, the comedy night. And I just got to say that if anybody's free on Thursday nights, they should definitely go see the acts. But mostly, Jared, he uh, you've been excelling, and I'm very proud of you. A year ago, you wanted to start something that was something that you were scared to death of, and you're conquering your fears, and not only that, you're kicking ass, too. Thank you. Just Funny as hell. And I'd like to think that I I had a part in this because of, because of being on the podcast with you. I'd like to think that. You have had a part of it, and the worst probably anyone's ever done on a stage it was you and i oh yeah we fucked up it was you and i and you just you went out the back door that's how (laughs) bad it was and then the next day i was at a wedding and my sister posted something like uh, a picture of me and my nephew 
and somebody commented, wasn't he at the market last night? And I was just like, no, my fucking life was over, dude. That It was so bad. <sighs> I've, I don't get embarrassed very easily. And that one was. And uh, speaking of, of Keegan and the Moron Bro show, I will be going on there tomorrow. And then you apparently are going on as well. That's I don't know if you know that. I I was told something like that. Do you that. think that shit's kind of, they're trying to get us in like a gotcha trap where they like, you know how like the police interrogate you and they're like, they're like, you know, your buddy said that you did it. You know what your, your, your friend's in the other room. He's in, in the interrogate, interrogation room down the hall and he says that you, he said you did it. You know what I'm saying? I know exactly what you you're Divide saying. and conquer. Because isn't it weird that they're not having us both on together? They're trying to get us on separately because I, our power is probably too powerful, first of all, when we're together. You took the words right out of my mouth. I thought for sure it's like, oh, maybe we could dominate one of them. Do you and think I should have said no? One at a time. No. Hell no. Always say yes. Where no. we go one, we go all. Right? I I think that you're going to have fun as hell. And then after that, I, I hope that. They ask me because they haven't said anything to me yet unless I was unless I'm out of line here. I don't know. You're not out of line. We'll figure We're it out. We're foiling their plans because you can't get us. We, we get you. We we were supposed to be on their show so many times. So many times. Then we're just so stupid. We should have picked intelligence instead of whatever the fuck we picked because... Yeah, I forgot what I picked too, but it wasn't intelligence, which really shows my intelligence for not <laughs> picking intelligence. Uh, and we can keep that an on-running thing. If anyone else wants to put a couple points, uh, when you die, you come back, same shit, where are your points going? It's all about perception, though, because everybody thinks that they're smart, so they're not going to be like, oh, you know what? I, I think I need to pick intelligence. I think I think they're like, I'm pretty good where I'm at with that because everybody thinks that they're smart. Yeah, it's also it's a really good question and one that you which I'm glad you can talk about for forever because, you know. I'm repeating my I'm actually starting to remember some of the shit we said. So maybe it's just the same, but it's uh it kind of makes you if you really take a look at yourself, it makes you kind of realize what areas maybe you need to focus on, you know. Since since we don't remember what two points we picked, why don't you tell me what what two points you'd pick today? Because okay, I'm cause sure, and it I, it changes. I'm sure there is different. It changes. I think I kind of I do agree with Keegan in the aspect of discipline. I think that's it's an off often overlooked trait that maybe people don't really think about, and it's something that I'm at, I'm actually personally kind of trying to work on myself. Like, you know, I got the whole exercise bike. Like, I'm like, go fucking do that. Or, like, I'm not trying to get blackout drunk and pass out in weird places in my house on gin. And these are small steps. Baby steps, but they could be huge leaps if you give them one more point give, in the afterlife. Yeah, give them one more point. So I think a discipline would be good. And uh, I feel like, honestly, this sounds really vain. But if I 
and and hacky and generic. But if I did give myself one more look point, because I'm I'm not doing terrible, like I'm passing. But if you give me maybe one more point, I might be on the honor roll, maybe. And then yeah. Uh, so then. Because because good looking people are they tend to be more successful. Yeah, dude. Have you ever met? A fucking person that's on like TV or some shit and you meet them in real life and regardless of like whatever role they play or whatever they do, they kind of have this like, and I don't mean like the douchebag ones, but they kind of have this vibe about him where you're like, I get why this guy's like semi-famous and on TV. Because he's he's um, vain, like like you said. Maybe it's vain, but he's just, he seems to be able to like. Do you have a particular, it sounds like you have a particular, like, a, a real instance of, of this happening. Pretty much anyone I've met that's been semi-successful, which haven't been a lot, but you, you kind of get why, like, how they got there. Like, you, like, hang out with them, and like, oh, this guy seems cool, like, he's pretty good looking. <laughs> I don't even know where I'm going with this, but it just seems like you think that someone's, like, a douche or whatever because they're on TV, and even, it could be the most mundane, like, travel channel whatever guy but you kind of get a sense of how they got there sure and you're like well that, that guy has nice teeth or something i don't know i i grew up with this kid and he like i'd go stay over at his house and he'd have like these inspirational like notes he wrote to himself like stuck in, in his mirror that are just like you are the best and like you are the best act like it be the best and just like shit like that i'm like that that takes a lot of like like yeah but what lot it, of, also what does the best mean because i wouldn't necessarily i'd be weirded out if i saw someone with a post-it note that said you are the best and there's a fine line between that and like someone that has one that's like be the best because that's like very different it's like like what does that mean to you does be the best mean like treat people fairly and right and like do right by everyone and you know what I mean? Or that's just different. Like, or it's then just like I'm the best. Inspiring lyrics and it's just like, hey now, you're an all star. Get, Get your, your game, game on. Go play. Go play, baby. Go play. <laughs> that would be that would be fucking dude. If you saw someone with a post-it note on their mirror, it just said go play. I would immediately jump out of the window. Like, we got to get the fuck out of this house. This motherfucker's trying to play. So we we've made fun of U two before. Like yes. the like whose favorite band is U two? Is listening to them. And, but there's such they're they're selling out fucking stadiums. I know there's people whose favorite band band is U two. I I can I can picture that happening. But is there anybody whose favorite band is uh, who Smash, Smash Mouth? Mouth? I couldn't think of the name of that fucking band. Is there like is there anybody whose favorite band is Creed? To be honest with you, that shit makes more sense to me. Like the level of fame and prosperity of Smash Mouth makes more sense to me. I can wrap my head around that than I can you too. You too, I don't I don't get. I don't get how. I don't get how. Oh, I yeah, it's tough to think about. And Smash Mouth didn't put a whole album on our phones that we didn't ask for. I just think it's funny that there was this They whole, didn't have the money to do that. I just think it's funny 
that there's this there was this right around that time that they put you two didn't ask for consent and put their album on all of our phones during a movement called Me Too that was about consent. And it all happened. And it, there's something there. It's going to take me a long time in the studio. There's going to be a lot of like tacks and maps and like red ribbon, but there's something intertwined. You, you're to those for a joke. You're 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 trying to land a joke. I'm not. You're not trying to land actual detective work. No, I'm de- I'm going detective. Okay. There's there is something between you two and me two. I haven't quite found it yet, but I'm close, Matt. And I know you are. Buddy. And then we're gonna make a true crime podcast about it. Amen. Um, Will you start a true crime podcast with me? I that's. So, Sometimes I wish that we had a podcast that was structured. That was about something? Yeah. I know. It sounds crazy, right? But it just might work. Mm. But what would that something be? Because true crime is... uh, That is... Played out. Not played out. That's just... It's a... I can't think of the word. Saturated. saturated. Yeah, it's saturated. It's like a a porn star's... Gina, that's just like she's needs to get out the game. But the only she has hemorrhoids, a possible prolapsed anus. But here I am. The only podcast that I, that I listen to one is a true crime podcast because they're good. Because it's, it's legitimately good, entertaining as fuck, entertaining as hell. I wish that I maybe one of us should be involved in a murder. What? What if that ends up happening? Like people who are quote unquote content creators, there's like they there's like two of them that are kind of crazy and they just they can't quite come up. We we're like we need that thing, we need that thing. So one of them goes out and commits a murder, and then they start investigating the murder, but they actually committed it. So boom, new Netflix series. That we're sound, churning them out here tonight. That sounds a lot like the plot. I don't think it's exact at all, but it sounds a lot like the plot of um, that new Martin Short and Selena Gomez. And oh yeah, it is kind of like that, isn't it? I think it's they. But they don't commit the murder. They don't do commit they? it themselves. But we don't know that. Show's not over that. yet, is it? But we don't know that. But they start. But they do have a podcast about it. They too, do. So. I've always, I've always wanted to be like a detective or like a private eye. I really love those movies. I, it's some, it's something that I, I've just always wanted to do. I even looked into how to become. By looked into, I mean I googled it once or twice about how to become a private uh, detective. And from listening to roughly three hundred episodes about murder, you'd be surprised how many people commit a murder, and then call it in and be like, "I just found this dead body." But and they they called themselves in trying to throw the scent yeah. like if I call it in as a, as the one that I see you I can't, discovered you it you can't you can't overthink trying to commit a murder you gotta you, dumb it down yeah you kind of gotta be like because the moment you think you're like oh I'm smarter than everyone it's like bitch you're not this is other people's jobs they're gonna they're gonna find you there's like formulas and shit. The ones that they have the hardest time finding 
or the and some of them just straight up happen it's someone who murders someone by themselves and it's for no fucking reason it's oh. almost it's nearly impossible oh, unless not, there's not like evidence on scene like you if you just randomly go like on vacation somewhere and murder a motherfucker and then leave and you're semi careful it's going to be difficult Here's how I think the only way you can, and I I shouldn't even be saying this. It doesn't matter, but the only way to murder somebody and get away with it in the middle of the night with your spouse next to you or significant other next to you, you, you wake up at midnight, you creep out the door. You drive an hour one way to the middle of nowhere. You you break into a house without, and a lot has to happen, and you shoot a motherfucker in his sleep or kill kill somebody in his sleep, his or her sleep. Gather your belongings and don't leave a shred of fucking evidence, and then go and back into your your vehicle. Go home. Yeah, put your cars in the garage the whole time. So when you leave, the garage doors open, then you shut it. Then don't you come back yeah. open, shut. Big one, don't take your cell phone. Don't leave take your cell your phone. Leave your cell phone at home. And then you just, then, no, he was sleeping right next to me all night. But you might have to give her roofies or something, you know? Yeah, so not you, yeah, you have to roofie her. No, yeah, that makes sense. I'm sure people have done. I'm sure people have gotten away with it. Before. People have gotten away with murder. There should be a show on that, but it'd be a little frustrating because there used to be a show I used to really like, and it was called "I Almost Got Away," and it was about these fugitives. I almost got away with it. Yeah, yeah, and it was about like a lot of them were fugitives, and dude, they were like so close. And then like you're watching the show, and you're kind of on the edge of your seat, and you're like, "This motherfucker!" Then you realize the shit's called "It's I Almost Got Away with It." And, of course, they don't. But they are – it's this tiny – there's, like, these tiny little things that happen, and they're so close. But maybe they should do one that's called – I mean, I guess that's Unsolved Mysteries, isn't it? I was I was just getting ready to talk about Unsolved Mysteries. It's the same thing that I do with that when I'm watching that show, and then it's just like – and then there's just a, a straight cutoff point. And they're like, and that's all we know about it, and there's nothing else, and it's and – it's, Sometimes you're like, dude, that was fucking – that was Fred. Yeah. Like, that was fucking Fred, man. They just couldn't prove that shit. Be- I, I, yeah, there is a show already already like that. And I hate the show because it doesn't have a defined... Right. I'm, I, I really like mathematics, mm. and math always has an answer, and it's always a specific answer. There's not some giant hole left wide open, like... Yeah, like, the... The podcasts that I listen to are they're like mathematics to me. There's a boom. I got to get into it's, that it's, podcast because I listen done. to some of it. But and then the other like unsolved mysteries is kind of like a, a literature or like a, a whatever open ended. Yeah, like there's there's probably seven correct answers for this. Like if you if you word it well enough, and I and I have a problem with that. How crazy. Do you think some of those, like, detectives get, like, like they work this case, like, they're trying to give the families answers, and they just can't fucking come up with one? Like, could you imagine, like, psychologically how hard that would break you down if you were just like, I couldn't, 
I couldn't figure that one out because not everyone can get figured out, you know. And also, there's some of them are probably great detectives, and it was just the the fucking shit didn't add up, you know. Like kind of like math, it's like for whatever reason, because life has so many crazy variables. That's probably why, in one way, math's alluring because it's just like it kind of makes sense out of the chaos. But when you're dealing with just straight up every single variable out there in the world it can probably become maddening trying to like find the fucking thing to figure it out did you watch the tv show the outsiders yeah oh with that jason one, yeah. bateman well he and he was only in it for a couple yeah. of episodes i i finished the, oh yeah we talked about this did we off the podcast yeah i liked it I thought it was uh, very interesting. I liked, I, liked dude, all the characters. Dude, I think about that sort of shit sometimes when, like, because you have, again, like, that's a, you have detectives and shit, and, like, this is their job, and there's supposed to be rules to the world, right? So You can't be two places at one time. Yeah. Like, that, that's a right. rule. So what, what would happen if, and that's what's fun about, like, those stories and shows like that, it's what happens if something, like, breaks that rule. Like, a rule that shouldn't be broken. Like, how do you figure that out? And then then you have to wonder if you've gone insane. Oh, or yeah. if there's just those rules don't exist. What does that even mean for you and the entire universe? Like, it's crazy. Like, that's, I mean, I guess that's why those, those are alluring shows. Yeah, th- and it really does focus a lot on, like, Hey, this this is unsolvable because there's a uh, a crack in the realm of what is reality. Like, yeah, of reality. So you have to question your whole existence and everyone's and the nature of the universe in general. So how do you wrap that around in a regular setting of just like let's solve this crime? It's like discovering a new color. Mm-hmm. Like a color that nobody has ever seen before. Not just like a shade of a different color, like a brand new one that we've never seen before. Does that make, that doesn't make sense? It does, does kind of make yeah. sense. But uh, yeah, I have I have those moments because <laughs> you'll see someone or something. You you know you'll be driving down the road or doing whatever, and you see some someone that who's kind of weird. Maybe maybe you're just like, well, that person's just crazy. And then I always have this second thought of, like, what if they're not crazy? Like, what if they're seeing some shit that we just can't see? And what if, like, that's actually part of it? And we're just pretending, like, mm, it's okay. It's That's not how things work. And it's like, but what if they're actually, like, no, no, there's, there's some other shit over there. You know? Because, I mean, maybe that's just me watching movies too much. But all it takes is... All it takes is that one thing you you think someone's crazy, but maybe they're not. So what I just gathered, what I just had a thought of when you were talking about that, we need to have the one famous homeless guy in Valparaiso, Indiana, on our podcast. See, I've thought about that too, and I've thought about having a bunch of crazy shit and people on our podcast but then that's when i was like maybe we'll do that when maybe one day it's not taking place in my home you know i yeah i i know we could we could even do it at my place <laughs> you're gonna invite him 
like maybe we'll set up in the garage or something. Yeah. And I think if I think if we feed him and buy a pack of smokes for him, like I think he might do it. It's something we could look for. I'm all about that sort of shit. My only thing is literally our studio's like across from my bedroom. It's like pretty I, I get far it. into my house, like I get it. So I don't want to like, hey, uh, this guy fed me and had me on his podcast, and I go to bed and I'm like, all of a sudden I hear shatters and, which I'm I'm projecting onto that person. They're probably fine. They wouldn't break into my home and kill me and my family. It's fine. I mean, yeah, yeah. Who knows? Uh, you you've also you've also talked about having the one dude with the American flag that yeah, lands. I wanted to. Well, I have the recorder from when. We did our market episode, which if if anyone's never gone that far back, it's it's the coolest thing we've ever done, and it's the best episode. It's called Midwest Medium, it's and a, it's coming it's coming up uh, around about it's two years yep. because it was in October. It was like a Halloween episode, and it it actually made us feel like we were making a show. I don't know how you felt about it. But I, I was very proud of that, and I was like, dude, we actually like made a show. Shout out to Jason Rudy and it Jackie was, the Medium. It was one time that we actually had a structure. Yeah, we did something cool. And it has a bunch of fucking listens. Yeah, uh, it's interesting. Dude, people were, very, people were very interested in that because uh, it, they had worked there previously. They had had their own experiences. So for a group of people to just go like into the basement in the middle of the night around Halloween... It was, it was interesting. It's something that I would listen to. It and it wasn't that difficult for me. I thought I was gonna be scared shitless. Well, we we kind of drank a couple beers. We keistered a couple crystals. You know. I yeah, you're right. So we were safe, and uh, yeah, man, we should do that again. We should do like an anniversary and then try it again and see if anything wacky's or, going on. Or a different location. Or Maybe a different or location. Something fun. Just, just something fun. Maybe, Let's get out there. Let's get out of our heads, you know. Maybe interview a ghoul. But I thought, <laughs> but I thought about taking that recorder that I used for that and just go to talk to the guy. There's a guy here in town, and he has an American flag, and he just waves at people. Beautiful old man. He looks like the guy from Up, and he just has an American flag, and he's just waving at everybody. I think he's so clueless as to what's going on yeah. around him, but. I guess that'd be the questions that we well, ask. Yeah, you. You, you you find out what's Are going you on there. Clueless? Do Are you know what the fuck is going on? Because <laughs> I sure as hell don't. All right, real quick, last thing. I told you my new two points. Give me your new two points. Oh shit, man! I I had them too, and you really rambling. Um. That's so hard. I guess spitfiring here. Spitfire. Man. Just spitfire. It's fine. You get to do it again. Mine went discipline and looks. So I agreed with Keegan on the discipline. Didn't really need the excess taste buds to taste my own calm. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, maybe maybe hit up uh, just a, one more dosh on the looks. I think... I think I would do one for honesty. Um, just not think that I'm a liar, liar, but like I have lied and said that I have tasted my own cum. 
and now like I'm the cum taster. Now you, yeah, you know? you're the cum taster. So honesty can be difficult too, because every now and then I'll like go to like wash my hands or throw something away, and I'll feel this veil that falls, and I just get this moment of super hardcore honesty. I think it's also anxiety, but it's just this like all of a sudden I'm like. Well, what are you actually doing? What is this? What's going on? Like, and I get this. I feel like emotionally naked. It's intense. So, most people when they lie, they lie about something to make themselves look in a better light. Maybe mm-hmm. I lied about tasting my own cum. I've I've lied several times on this on this podcast for. La- humor entertainment yeah, purposes entertainment purposes we all have we all have and i don't feel bad about it i don't either and i don't think i've ever been more honest and more dishonest at the same time than i have on this podcast Absol- for entertainment purposes absolutely and uh so maybe i would work on my i'd, I'd notch one for honesty that way in the next life i won't be the filthy cum taster yeah filthy and then secondly, I think that I'm going to go, um, I'm not going to go with intelligence. I'm going to go with brilliance. Mm. Uh, it's like be, you're one step ahead of things. Because intelligence and brilliance, huge gap. We're talking millions to trillions. Yeah. Maybe billions. I don't know. Bro, I got a piece so bad I might cry. <laughs> Piss. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. You made it to the end of another episode. Maybe one day. Did you make it? Maybe. How one many day people do you think Jared aren't and I this? will have a solid um, reason to have a podcast instead of just. All right. Thank you guys for listening. <laughs> I'm sorry. I got a piss so bad. All right. Bye, buddies. Bye, buddies.